0: Michael 57
1: 57 I cannot believe it's how long has been since I've probably been about three years since we've done a podcast
2: I know it got a little busy
1: (laughs) we did get a little busy we did we had a little thing called Thanksgiving right (laughs) you know we were I had totally planned to do uh a a, a live type of deal with the table. I was going to bring the table out in right. fr- and put it in my front yard and just sit there with my house all lit up like Clark Griswold's because that's yeah. my favorite time of year. I, mm-hmm. I wait in the ugliness, in the disgusting <laughs> heat of July and August, which is my birthday month, by the way, uh, <laughs> it's, it's the worst, the right. worst, Jerry, the worst. So <laughs> I thought, okay, what wouldn't it be fun to do some type of real holiday thing and then sue was like why don't you save it why don't you get a little closer to christmas yeah so maybe, that's what i was just gonna say yeah maybe next week maybe next week i'll i'll set everything up in the front yard and then we'll we'll see what we can manage now let me ask you something stace what what do you do do you do your house up does kevin does your father get
2: out on a ladder what happened no 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 <laughs> Not an any say he would. No, let me tell you, he'd be like, sure. He'd get right up there. And really? Broken, My kind of guy. Yeah, no, he would. He can't stand. He doesn't like being told. Oh, you can't do that anymore. So, ah. but yeah, we, t- we have two tall trees. You know, we have the colored lights. So we're going to be doing that probably this weekend on each corner of the house. We're going to. Okay those up and then we have a then a row of uh small ones so we'll do those up and then we got our tree and this is the first year we've gotten an artificial tree because really? we've always gotten an, a real tree because up in New England it, there's no shortage of Christmas trees up there like real oh, ones so point. right but in Tennessee it's like there's nowhere there's like oh yeah there's one 30 minutes away uh, up in Kentucky and I was like really and so we just we got a fake tree so we'll be doing that you. um so yeah are we'll you do that are you
1: it's it seems to me Stacy and I don't want to I don't want to judge you here but I'm going to uh, oh. Aren't you waiting till the last minute to decorate for Christmas? I mean, it's December, what is it? The 6th already? I mean, yeah. well, I've been I've been ready to go since October. What's your problem?
2: I, well, I <laughs> I think I'm decorating about the same timing as the rest of the country and then there's you, my dear. Oh, it's me? <laughs> What is it? Was it October 1st? You were posting. Do do, do I go early? Just a week. Yeah,
1: I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, you know, that's the thing with that's the thing with Christmas. Uh, So my mom and dad were down for Thanksgiving. And that was one of the main reasons why I really couldn't commit to a podcast. So my brother and his wife were supposed to come down. They couldn't make it the last minute. So, you know, I I had already bought two turkeys and a giant nine pound ham. Sue hates turkey. She will only eat ham. Turns out these were the greatest turkeys I ever did. They were the best, the best. So moist, it was fantastic. My mother brought down uh, cloves. Uh, I don't know what what are the cloves you put in there. Oh, I, uh, there's a clove you stick in there. Little pointed. It looks yeah. like a broken off tip of a branch. Uh, like anyways, rosemary. I, I don't know what it is. My mother knows. Mom, what is it? You're sitting there watching. What was it that we put in the in the in the ham and whatever oh, it was? Man. It it really made it great. And then yeah. we we. She wanted pineapples, but I didn't get pineapples, right? So she took the pineapples out of the fruit. I buy my mom uh, fresh fruit when she comes down. Right. So she had fruit from the breakfast, and she put it on the ham, and it was delicious. So I couldn't really get into things. But here's a funny thing. My dad really loved the house. He he thought the house was decorated really nice. And I think I sent you a picture of him on his hands and knees taking a picture of the village underneath my tree. Yes. and. Uh, so th- so, there's my tree, okay? Yeah. There's there's the entrance to the house. There's my there's my old man chair with my pillows that I have to sit on to prop me up because I have a bad <laughs> back, okay? <laughs> and I know it's kind of a far away shop, but underneath is this Christmas village. And I think I sent you one where my dad is kneeling down. He's kind of looking at it. See. There you go. No, here it is, right? There it, there is. it is. There yeah. it is. So there's that. <laughs> like, you know, we're just big kids when it comes to Christmas. I love this, it. This is what we, we do. But I always do the house up really well. Um, anyways, we went to, uh, Philly and there, I think there's a couple of, uh, group shots of, uh, the four of us just at the ice rink at, Mm -hmm. uh, Dillman uh, Park at, uh, uh, the, um, what is it? Uh, city hall, Philadelphia city hall. And then we were at this one restaurant called Moriarty's where we're all huddled around a table. Um, and it was, it was kind of nice just taking in the Christmas uh, atmosphere anyways, every, every year. Sue always says she wants to throw a Christmas party, but she's like, "Eh, I don't know. She goes, maybe, maybe next year. Well, this year we did the house up so nice. Like Christmas. She said, I'm going to bring everybody over. So the type of boss Sue is she bought little tiny gifts and she bought mugs and candy and all types of things and put ribbons around them and bought them all little ornaments distinct things and so she get to all her associates. I sent this picture of the table. How she yeah. yeah. So so there she had this little cookie she made. She all these little Christmas coffee mugs and stuff. So she handed all these little gifts out and we, we had such a fun time and uh it was great getting to know her associates because they're very lovely people. Very yeah. very very lovely. Yeah yeah I really appreciated them. Um we had some great conversation and it turns out everybody no i should say half of them are smokers now oh. I've, never, I, I've never smoked a day in my life and i didn't even realize people still smoke I, I didn't know that right so so we have this deck off the back of the house and i like to dress it up with just three four rows of christmas lights and some mm-hmm. old pre, old yard decorations i put out there just so when i go in and out of the kitchen all night i can see christmas lights. well they hung out there i mean one cigarette there's like six of them they all had, they had a cigarette and it would they were out there for 20 minutes and then <laughs> half the party was out there and so you're going back and forth trying to you know make everybody happy so Sue was out talking with them and all of this stuff and it, it really turned out to be a lot of fun we, we had such a yeah we had we had a really nice. great time and she finally has a staff that is dedicated and works hard and, um, they're all really, really nice people. So that was one of the, some of the reasons why I couldn't be around for a little bit. I was very, I was very busy. How about you? What have you been yeah. doing the last two weeks?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, just getting the house prepared and getting the food ready. And it was just, you know, and doing all the last minute stuff with my parents. It's just, it's the regular stuff, but it was still very busy. I it was yeah. just, and then when you were like, oh, we can just, how about a quick 15 minutes? I'm like, you know what? It's Thanksgiving. Everyone's busy. Yeah. <laughs> like, how many people are going to be watching us on Thursday on Thanksgiving? You, you so. mean
1: people are not watching the Rocky Falls right? on Thanksgiving? <laughs> what is wrong with these hoodlums? What Smackers. is wrong? Right. <laughs> how dare you know watch? The Rocky Have your own Files. families. <laughs> My God.
2: The heck. Yeah. So so no, it's just a busy time, and I you know. Like everyone's crazy that week. So, so
1: have we have any updates from any of our followers, any of the people that we've either had on or talked we to? Do. What what's going on with our 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 little family of uh, Rocky yeah. Files?
2: Yes, I have two fan shadows. First of all, this is Rocco's book Uh and uh, he made an announcement that he is going to have a hardcover coming out. So with Christmas coming, I wanted people to put in their orders. And then also Rocco from Mike and I, um, we just wanted to say how sorry we were to hear.
0: Um,
2: it, It sounded very sad. I saw your post about your brother. It appears as though he was only 10 years old and... I certainly don't know the circumstances around that, but we just wanted to send a very, very sincere condolence to you and your your family. What a horrible thing to face, well, at any time of year, at but, of you years, know, especially, especially going into the holidays. We're very sorry to hear that. Um,
1: Stay strong. There's not, yeah.
2: not much you can say
1: with something like that. No matter how much wisdom anybody has, you just have to go through that pain and work yeah. through it and find your way. But you know, stick close to your family. That that's what I would do. I mean, yeah. just stick close to your family. It's about yeah.
2: all I could say. Yeah, that that really uh put a pause in my day to say the least. Yeah. Um and then our dear friend Jess, uh, the poor thing. Okay, I heard from a little birdie and Jess already knows who. <laughs> from who i heard this but <laughs> the poor thing uh got her instagram hacked so she uh has a new instagram and so many of us follow her and i just wanted to let people know that she is now she has the underscore there now runner underscore 1918 so go find her and follow her her other account i think has been disabled now so you know yes
1: she i got a friend request from her either yesterday or i saw it this morning i don't, I don't know when i saw it it was very recent yeah and i thought Jess what are you drinking a little you forgot we're (laughs) friends what happened I don't mean it come on we're already friends yeah and and then I thought well geez maybe she got hacked or something but she didn't send me a message saying she got hacked right she usually usually writes me I don't know fairly often right so I I didn't hear it so I so glad to know she's up and running sorry you got hacked pal that sucks
2: yeah it's like (laughs) can these people get a hobby like is that is that all you have to do with your day is go around ruining do, people's profiles? <laughs> Come do on. You re, do you remember
1: my, when I got, I don't know if you remember when I got hacked earlier in the year, like, like February or January or something. So no. I, I had gotten my email got hacked.
2: Right? Oh, okay. I was like your Instagram page. Yeah. No, my yep. email, email. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: And of course I have some sensitive emails in there from right? some people, you know, one person in particular, in particular right. Who, played rocky balboa yeah i won't mention any names though i'm not i'm not a name dropper kind of guy <laughs> but this guy also played rambo he's also in a great tv show right now called tulsa king but i'm I'm not a name dropper my mother right. told me don't be a name dropper you just look like a horse's ass so i'm not going to mention any names <laughs> anyways um my emails got hacked and so i immediately wrote this unnamed individual mm-hmm. because the email was a scam for um, Amazon and okay. it says hey buddy just wondering if you shop at Amazon so I get a text message I get an email back from this unnamed individual who's playing Dwight the General Manfredi <laughs> on Tulsa King on Paramount Plus and he goes why in capital letters with a question mark I go ah! Oh, oh
2: crap oh, yeah
1: oh. you're like what yeah. do i do yeah. and i have it somewhat hidden under some another name and i'm like sure. oh no and so i wrote him back i said i'm so sorry i said hey i got hacked da, da, da. and he just you know they put a little lol he goes ah, i love everything you're doing no problem i get keep yeah, going it like, okay, yeah it happens it does yeah but like that's That's the nightmare scenario. So when someone and God forbid they get a hold of your data, oh, my God, you know, passwords or whatever. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, you just you really want to make sure you got good antivirus and all of that. You really do.
2: Yeah, we went through that with the the Home Depot.
1: Oh, no. A a
2: few years ago. No, we weren't, you know, but they just said we were part of the information that got. That bulk of information that got stolen, we were in yeah. there. Nothing happened, but they did notify us. So we're, we're always keeping our eye out on that. Yeah. Stacey,
1: when we started this podcast, one of our core values that we really stook, uh, stood by is a podcast by fans for fans about fans. We never really were too concerned about getting a name person or someone right? that was a celebrity that was never a goal of ours we 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 always we found the genuineness in the everyday person like you and me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was the story that i i i find motivates me the most but there are exceptions to this concept that we have and such a guest such an exception is today yes um Stacey, who who are we going to have a conversation with in just a few minutes?
2: Uh, Mr. Michael Rappaport is going to join us. And we're so excited because he had the opportunity to make a movie with our very own Sylvester Stallone, Copland. Mm-hmm.
1: Copland. Now, listen, Stacey, if anybody's been living under a rock for <laughs> the last 30 years, who who's Michael Rappaport? Do we have a picture of him? Maybe sure something. Do. Do we Okay, let's take a look at this handsome son of a gun.
2: All right. Well, here's this very dapper picture. Oh, <laughs> look,
1: look at, at that. the intensity. That's the intensity. a Brando look.
2: Yep. Nice. And, and I like this picture. Look this one at but this one is the one we know <laughs> very, very Look well. at that.
1: <laughs> Superboy, Murray Babbage. Yep. I love it.
2: Yeah. I love it. What a cool role. I he's love- dead. He's not dead. He's dead. He's not he's dead. dead. <laughs> I love at the end. In that scene, you
1: just posted, he can't yeah. hear. The shout out is dead. He can't yeah. hear. He can't hear. He's deaf. He's deaf. I love, that. I, lo- yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, Stacy, when it comes to Michael Rappaport, he is a lot of things. I yeah. thought I was a lot of things. Michael runs the gamut from A to Z. And yeah. he's, I don't know. A lot of people don't know this about Michael Rappaport. But he's, like, invented his own, like, alphabet. This guy is brilliant. He really is. What roles, what have you seen about him? What do you know about him? What can you tell us about Michael Rappaport?
2: Well, his earliest, my earliest memory of him is from the, uh, it was in 96, I believe it was, Beautiful Girls. And he's in there with, um, like, the who's who of the day, you know, yeah, yeah. Hutton and, and um, Natalie Portman when she was young. And it, there's so many people in there, Matt Dillon, and it just goes on and was on. Was Mia Sorvino in that too? Mia Sorvino was Mia in, Sorvino, in there. Yeah, right. she played Matt Dillon's uh, girlfriend in there. And it just, it's so, you know. Like you said, Mike Michael Rapport's many things. He 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 runs the gamut from being like this very yeah. mushy, very sentimental character to very outspoken and very opinionated. And he right. he is he is everything. Yeah
1: yeah know. yeah yeah.
2: But this role, he was just really. Um, his character was struggling with trying to keep this relationship together, and, and there was just. I had a few very favorite scenes, which maybe we'll get into it maybe when he's actually on, sure. but. Is it? It's an adorable couple scenes that he's in, and whenever I see beautiful girls, though that one scene is the one scene that I remembered most. I had to rewatch it oh. to remember what was happening with the other characters, but his relationship—it was with Martha Plimpton, was mm-hmm. his girlfriend in it. In it, and they were just—they were cute. They were butting heads, but you could tell he was wild about her at the same time. So it's kind of.
1: You, you know, Michael is he he's such an interesting study in humanity. He really is. Yeah. Be, because if you follow him online, if you follow his uh podcast at uh, I am Rappaport, you know, mm-hmm. if you follow. I mean, the guy's got a book. We're going to talk about that during and after and a little later. But the guy has such a lot going on. He's got a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I happen to be a huge fan of the Howard Stern show, and I have been for decades. Right. And I know Howard takes a lot of flack. I, I, I know he does. So um, I, I'm going to let a lot of that go. What What Howard does best is interview. Nobody mm-hmm. interviews like Howard Stern. And Michael is a regular call-in to the show. And my God is Michael, one of the most opinionated guys I know. <laughs> but I find I myself fall in line with Michael's opinions on life i really do just about all his majority i i really like what he has to say but he does it in a way (laughs) that (laughs) he verbally will assault you right okay in a way that i don't know that many people are capable of and i think that's how fast his brain works he's just one of these individuals and he's a guy he didn't graduate from high school yeah. He didn't graduate from high school and look how successful this man is. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm really interested um in uh, looking into his thoughts on Rocky because I became aware of this guy. I didn't see beautiful girls until after Copland. I, I first heard of Michael during Copland and mm-hmm. I loved him. He put, of course, played Murray Babbage and Stallone basically has to save him and take him into custody to, you know, right a serious wrong. And uh, I, I, It was made aware to me in an interview years ago that michael is a huge rocky fan i mean off the charts huge off the charts and i cannot wait to dive into things so when he gets here we are going to rock and roll quite quickly with this
2: yes absolutely and it's funny because one of his latest interviews you know you're talking about he's he's what did he say um rebranding (laughs) rapaport
0: Because, Rebranding,
2: like you said he's been taking a lot of flack he's very opinionated and that's okay yeah. but uh you know i think something's got to him about delivery and he, he's like i'm gonna be good i'm gonna be good he goes i'm not gonna talk like that anymore he's like so that was i don't know i think it was yesterday the day before i watched right. uh, from his podcast. Right. so it's gonna be he's funny about it now he's catching yeah, himself yeah.
1: <laughs> so. he's catching himself yeah i wonder what goes into that decision because you know I'm married and, you know, I've crossed a line, I think, one or 10,000 times. And sometimes you need someone to tell you to pull back slightly. I wonder if Michael's wife ever suggests that maybe he doesn't do something this way or that way or something Mm -hmm. a little different. Mm -hmm. Not that not that another person should or shouldn't tell you right. how to be online, mm-hmm. but sometimes I know Sue's given me some tremendous advice that yeah. I just, I couldn't see it. I'm too wrapped up in something. And yeah. I started going the way she suggested, right? Things were better, Things right. were better.
2: Interesting. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I think people are tired of the visceralness and I think we need to come back to the table and be yeah. able to talk. And I think that's what, I think he might be reaching for that. I listened to a lot of other things um, yeah. and I, and I, I learned a lot about him over this week and, and I think he's fair in his assessment of a lot of things, but on both sides of all issues. So it was, it was interesting uh, to listen to him. I think he actually has a fair assessment and I think yeah, that's always been my complaint. We need to be able to come back to the table and just talk. I would agree. <laughs> so yeah. I'm hoping yeah. that's, I'm hoping that's his, his uh, you- goal.
1: Do you know there was a time in my life if I found out someone was a Rocky four fan, I cut them off. <laughs> that was my bar. Right. Like, forget everything else that's happened around the world. Right. If, you, if you were a Rocky four fan over Rocky one or two, yeah. I, yeah. I cut you off. I gave you no credibility. And one day I'm, I'm going about my life and I had a tiger plays and, and Sue was with me and she goes, that's a pretty good song. And I go, yeah, that is a big, that's a a great song. It was a long time ago. And my thing was the Rocky one soundtrack. The Mm -hmm. Bill Conti music is, I mean, sublime. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. So if someone didn't say that was their favorite music, I cut them off. (laughs) The thing was that Sue helped me realize is that people We are this, I say this all the time. We are the sum total of our life experiences at any given time. So who you and I are right now, as we go to talk with Michael about this, we're bringing all of our baggage with us. That's how I was at that point. Whoever I was, I was Rocky one. That was me. That's all I knew. I hadn't experienced life yet. And as I got older, I said, oh. There may be different reasons for why people love what they love. There may be different reasons <laughs> for saying, "Well, I have *Eye of the Tiger* because I saw *Rocky three for the first time in the movie theater with my father, and then my yes. father passed away, and you know, *Eye of the Tiger* was our thing. And every time it came on the radio, me and De- yeah." So I get it.
2: I get it. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, and she's absolutely. It depends on your age and your timing. A lot right. of people's first experience was *Rocky IV*. So when you're yeah, introduced yeah. to that you know, as we say, 80s style, MTV style, you know, it's like you feel like you can fly by the time you get out of there. You know what I mean? You do. And then going back, it's a very different feel, you know, so I just, I think it's your age. I think it's what you saw first. Sure. Yeah.
1: Sure. Sure. And so it's it's funny. Now I look back and I think I remember I wrote about in Cue the Rocky Music, a book I wrote that you can buy at, at Amazon. Oh, you look at you. You have it right there. I don't even have it near me. (laughs) that's great so cue the rocky music i write about how i I used to go to the boys club um in the uh, early 80s and what they would do there was no movie screen projectors you could pull down nothing they had a vcr Mm -hmm. and they had a 19 inch tv on a stand and then they would have movie night and you know, the chair Rocky uses to put in the chair for, yeah. uh, I'm sorry, to put in the, in the tree, in the tree over, Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there were chairs like that. There would be like 15 or 20 of them set up in a little nice. media room. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so for this one Thursday night, it was like, you know, Rocky two night or whatever. And so I, they would be playing it. I would walk from my house. It was about a mile away. I would walk with my grandfather's hat, the leather coat, and I would walk up main Avenue As Rocky bouncing the ball, doing the verbiage, and I good, and I would recite the lines to this movie over and over, and the guys, the older seniors that were in the club, that's what they call guys that were like eighteen, they called the senior members. Okay, they would, they literally picked me up and threw me out the door because I was saying the lines before Stallone say them, said them before Talia, before Burt Young, before Mickey. Get
2: out of here! Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I I can't I can't say those lines like I used to because mm. now I do these gigs and so on and and it's just not um because I put everything in a mental blender, right. I can't say the line exactly like Rocky said it because when I'm doing these gigs, people will ask me a question and the line from the movie doesn't match what the conversation is. Okay. So I look like a mental patient. <laughs> so I have to do a a like a what might Rocky say? Right. Yeah. Based on those lines. Mm -hmm. So I, I get screwed up. I I really do. And that's another thing I want to ask Michael about is, um, you know, him being able to say the lines, uh, uh, verbatim. Oh, Oh, Stacy, is that somebody at the door?
2: Somebody's at the door.
1: Oh, let him in.
2: (laughs) Hang on. Here he is. Boom. Hey, (laughs) how are you i'm good how you guys doing oh so Uh, good thank you for coming this is so exciting glad to
0: be here michael i have to tell you
2: i i'm
1: thrilled to have you here because when i found out years ago you were a rocky fan i said i would love to sit with this guy just talk rocky and so here you are i'm not gonna waste any time right off the bat i want to know your rankings of the rocky movies including the two creeds.
0: Oh man. Um <laughs> I rankings, know. Well, of course you got it's Rocky 1.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. Obviously Rocky Rocky is, is is number 1. Yeah. Um you know, then I mean Rocky 1 1 and 2 to me are 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 are, are you know they're, they're one, two, uh, one and two to me are perfect. You know, one, two, and three to me are perfect. So it's hard for me to, I can't, nothing goes above Rocky. And then Rocky two, you know, is, 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 you know, is, is, is so underrated and underappreciated in my opinion. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) And then Rocky three is good. You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest <clears throat> you know Rocky IV is excellent too and then you know because the the Rocky Rocky 4 is, is so good because of a uh, because of uh I mean so many different reasons but you know the the flashback scenes are, are you know incredible yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know the, the 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 Mickey scenes in there are some of the best Mickey scenes you know then yeah. when we get in the in the, in the in the, in the oh, I'm sorry in five in five yeah yeah five yeah I know where you're going five the the, the Mickey scenes are, are are so good you know but that's for me when it was like you know and then you know with 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 Tommy Gunn, there's still some great stuff in there you know Creed Creed I was very 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 Creed one. I was extremely surprised and impressed because it captured all the emotion. It captured everything that mm. I wanted and I, I expected from that. And you know, I was going in like probably you, you know, a little skeptical. Yep. Right. And but but it, it had that emotion. You know, it really, you know, when it re- there's some moments in there where you really it, it, it captures you. You know, Creed too. I thought was you know, uh, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, but you know, Rocky, the, the film Rocky for me is, you know, it is what it is for you. You know, yeah. it, it, it just it means so much to me, and and you know, it has meant so much to me. And you know, I saw it in the theater when I was six. I love and, that. And I didn't understand everything about it, but I understood all the emotion about it. Right. Even though I was, I was literally six years old, yeah. but, but, but I understood there's something about the emotion that totally I, I, and the world, you know, I mean, the world understood yeah. it, you know, yeah. and, 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 and it just was, it, it just, it, it really, you know, it, it just struck me and it was a, I was able to understand it and I was a kid and it. I didn't want to become a, an actor. It didn't inspire me to become an actor. I literally wanted to be Rocky. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> like know? someone yeah. else we know. Oh, <laughs> I, I understand that, Michael. Yeah. I get it. And yeah. so, so you know, and, and that's why I've always loved, uh, uh, you know, your stuff and, and, and what you do. And, you know, and, and I can't wait to meet you. And uh, uh, When you know, are you going to come for a tour? Um, I, can't, I, can't wait, I can't wait to, wait to, to have you. Well, I want you to ask me questions, but you know, like I've been to Philly a few times. I'm always, yeah, yeah. I'm always there. I also want to do very controversial stuff about Rocky Balboa, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but you know, um, you know, I I've never been like, I've been to the steps, but I've never been to the gym. I've never been to his first apartment. Right. Like, you know, I know a lot of things have changed you know, in the neighborhood and stuff like that. But the apartment is still there, right? It sure is. 1818
1: Tusculum Street. The paint. You know how they have the painted 1818? Still there, faded. And the guy that lives there, he comes out, his name is Doug. He looks like something out of like Lord of the Rings and he sits there and I'll slip him a 20 just to tell stories of what it was like living on that block. And I don't know, sometimes he passes out because he, he's a heavy drinker, but sometimes he <laughs> passes out or sometimes he'll come out. He's a little drunk talking to the tour. You never know what way it's going to go, but it's a, lot of, fun. Oh, it's a wow. lot of fun. Was he living there the whole time? Yeah, no, he he moved in there. So the people that lived there before him, this is really weird. The people that used to live there, I became friends with them probably in 2008. They had lived there a long time. I knock at the door. I had a friend of mine from the UK that was doing a tour, to this guy named Tony. We go in, we start watching Rocky on TV in Rocky's apartment. The guys, they got it on the VCR. It's the craziest thing in the That's world. That's pretty
2: cool, Yeah. yeah.
1: So mm. when they sold the apartment to Doug, Doug talked to them because he knew it was Rocky's apartment. The only downside is now they sell drugs right outside on the corner. But here's the wacky thing, Michael. This is crazy. He goes, these when the drug dealers come by, so I've got my van with the boxing glove logo, and I got the Rocky hat. And I see them, yeah, how you doing, guys. And guys? So, hey, Rocky, right? The drug dealers are throwing punches like Rocky. Yo, cut me, Mick. I'm like, okay, thank you for being nice. Everybody,
0: everybody loves
1: Rocky. Yeah, right. It's like ET. Nobody hates ET. Michael, as we get older, I have found myself Rocky one and two. I'm much like yourself. Rocky one is the one that changed my life irreversibly. And of course, Rocky two, underrated. (laughs) I've always said that. I'm 54 years old and I find myself gravitating towards Rocky Balboa with such a passion. Regardless of whether the movie is perfect or not perfect, I just really relate to that sense of loss. What's your thoughts
0: on Rocky Balboa? I gotta be honest. Please. Like, Rocky Balboa, I'm gonna be honest. I went to the theater the first day. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the first screenings, right. you know, if it wasn't the first, it was the second. And, you know, although it had moments, it, I, 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 you know, it, it, Maybe I need to rewatch it. Maybe my expectations were too high. We need to watch it together. Nah. <laughs> I, I love you, and I know you're. I know you're a big Rocky Balboa fan. Yeah, and
1: yeah. and I've
0: seen you break it down and all that stuff. Yeah, you know because I watch your videos and I like you know like I you know like I I I know that I know that I know that you could get into it, but yeah. like <laughs> there were just certain things like you know like as far as the like the casting I didn't believe. I hate to say that's this. Okay. That's okay. I didn't okay. believe, I didn't, you know, and also I don't like to disrespect actors or actresses yeah. in any way, but like the Maria character, I didn't feel like that the way it was portrayed would have been that girl. Gotcha. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I felt like, you know, it would, it, you know, I don't know if it was just, you know, I, I don't know, you know, like I didn't love Rocky Balboa. Like I felt like it was a little disappointing. And gotcha. that's why when I went to go see Creed, you know, I was like, oh, you know, what is this gonna be? How's it gonna yeah. be? And that's why I was so pleasantly, pleasantly, pleasantly right. surprised with Creep, because for me it really captured the emotion and it captured, you know, it had those moments and it had that that thing. It was a totally different thing, but it had that 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 vibe that we 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 love. And True. Rocky Balboa for me, like I was like, ah, I just didn't love it, you know, and like you know, Rocky four had it, obviously Rocky three had it, Rocky, you know, two had it, you, you know, but for me, Rocky Balboa, and I'll watch it again. We could watch it together. Yeah. <laughs> but I was a little disappointed and, and like, I, you know, full transparency, I've never watched it all the way through since I saw it in the theater. Cause I was like, I was like, almost like, I don't want to see this cause it, it it screwed with me. So huh. you, there's a fair point there that I will make. Uh, obvi- obviously something happened. Have you your- heard other people say this? No, you're the only no. person.
1: No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I have. Uh, so on the tours, uh, Michael, I've probably done closing in about 2800 tours over the last 10-12 years. The majority it's either Rocky 1 or Rocky 4, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, Rocky Balboa, I've had a few people say very similar to what you're saying. They felt a little off by the little Marie storyline. And I said, "Okay, I said, do you have you ever seen and this is like a general question. Have you ever seen the Rocky five work print that John Avildsen had put together? Sly hadn't seen this since 1989. I sent it to him two years ago and he hadn't seen any of these. There was a whole backstory in Rocky five where little Marie, when Paulie and Rocky close up the gym and Paulie goes, I think I'm going to head to Miami. They need gigolos at the corner. Instead of meeting Tommy Gunn, he meets Jody Letitza. Who's Jodi Latiza? She is the original actress that played little Marie. She's mm-hmm. all drugged out, boozed out. She's standing around a barrel with other bums and she's just asking for money or booze or whatever. And Rocky's like, "Little Marie. And he's like, you could tell Rocky sees, you didn't listen to me. You kept you a mm-hmm. whore, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he did the whole thing. And then they cut it out because her acting was so atrocious. Uh. You get, you can still see little Marie in the street fight with Tommy Gunn If you know, I'll send you a picture. Oh, of you got to I yeah. will. I will. I'll send it to you. And you will see little Marie cheering Tommy Gunn on because she hates Rocky because it was another way to shoehorn in at the end. She says, screw you creepo. And even Sly says, I, I, I didn't like, I didn't like the way she acted. I didn't like the storyline. And Sly really regrets not taking a heavier hand in Rocky five, but just hmm. before you came on, Rocky four is my least favorite Rocky of all of them because it's so far away from what we love with the hat, the leather jacket, the dumb jokes skidding across the ice, but kiss. we get this sleek 2.8 body fat percent, the quaffed hair. Michael, how does how the hell does he get off the mountain after he yells drago? <laughs> how does he get back to the cabin? They yell
0: cut nigga, in a helicopter. A helicopter, yeah. yes. yes. <laughs> I was just gonna
2: say
0: exactly. Oh, wow. you, uh, you know the deal. See, so- but I would I would put Rocky, I would put Balboa, that would be my Rocky Four. Like I like four, yeah. I four I, I still I still like. And great music.
1: Rocky Four has great music. Oh my god, yeah, totally. All right. Let me move on. I, I, I could, I could, I could, oh, Jesus, Stacy and I could talk all day to you.
0: All right. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm in no rush and I could talk all day and like, you know, I'm, I'm definitely awesome. going to do a tour. Let me ask you a question. Cause I know yes, you sir. Know, Yeah. So, so the, the Rockies apartment was a set, correct? Or was it an apartment? It, it was in a real apartment in Los Angeles. It, it's not, it doesn't yes. exist, right? No, no, no. It did exist. It was in East Los Angeles. It was a real flop okay. house,
1: transient okay. house. And he's, it, it was horrific. But as you know, there was no money in the original budget. So instead of ben building a fifteen or $20,000 set on a stage, they said, why don't we rent a flop house for 20 bucks a night? And mm-hmm. they rented it for two or three days. And they filmed in... T- Stallone, I remember, Stallone has said this in interviews, and we had one pass on this. We had talked about it very briefly. There was literally fecal matter on the bathroom wall when he's yelling it stinks in here that whole thing mm. it stunk so bad it was like a lion's cage it was crazy yeah. it was just and, crazy and the ice skating rink is what was where Santa Monica so the ice skating rink existed until oh 2016 i believe in 2016 they knocked it down and they turned it into a target they turned it into, it's a target store shopping store oh. so it's, it,
0: so, and so, Stacy, are you crazy just like uh, Mike and I? Oh, or- yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. See, Michael, yes. you and I are neon signs. Rocky, she's subtle. <laughs> now, go go ahead,
2: Stacey. Yeah. So I was, as you were talking about uh, Rocky Balboa, for me, everything, you know, we talk about the Adrian perspective and how Adrian felt from moment to moment. and. I walked into Rocky Balboa going, you think you're going to make a movie without Adrian? So I walk in there like all skeptical, like, yeah, let's see how you're going to pull this off because I just can't imagine it. And and for me, her part was her absence. And that's why when you say it, so at least for me, the parts that missed, it was not having her there. And then having little Marie, I'm like, no, 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 no. And you know how like especially the scene that bothers me the most is when they're both standing in the hotel doorway. That gets a little too close to a little too warm for me. And I was I, like,
0: I, I agree. I, I, I'm like, know, get out of here, honey. I, I didn't, you know, maybe I, I agree, you know, and listen, you can't re- replace the character of Adrian and, and, you know, obviously the stuff by the, the, the grave is, 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 you know, it's good. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and I don't ever disrespect, I'll never disrespect actors, you know, like, cause that's like, you know, and I talk a lot of trash, you guys know that, but, you know, <laughs> I, I felt like that casting of the little Marie, I think it could have been, you, you could have did more. It could, I don't know, whatever, but anyway, you guys ask questions. I mean, we, I could talk, you know, about it, all, you know, all the time. And, <laughs> also, you know, also, and I, also like, I know I could, you know, I know I could break and you know, I mean, I could, could break line for line for you anytime. I know. Know. Oh, we I, love know. Yes. I know. Oh, I
2: know
1: that. Yeah, I know. And Mike, I was just telling Stacey uh, how I can't do that anymore because I do these gigs. So I I, I won this national Rocky lookalike contest in 06. And uh, so then I get hired to go to conventions, which is great. So it's me, Ben Franklin, Betsy Ross, the Philly fanatic. And you're walking around. And so people will come up to you and they go, hey, Rock, how you doing? And I'll use a line from the movie. But it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the moment. So I sound like a mental patient. So what I had to do, I had to say, what would Rocky say? What would I say? I'm a fairly witty guy. So I put it in a mental blender and out comes whatever. So now we're watching Rocky and I can't recite the lines exactly. And my wife is like, you're having a stroke. You don't know the lines. I go, what are you talking about? And I said, oh my I cannot recite line for line anymore. And I know you can because I saw you with, I think it was yep.
0: Nick DeTuro. I love that. I mean, bam, it was fantastic. I'm, I'm pretty good, but, you know, I, I go off, but there's certain stuff that I could do. I mean, there's certain stuff that, you know, even my wife, she only knows it just because I've annoyed her with it. No, <laughs> really? What about, well, prime, what about my prime, Mick? about my prime? At least you had a prime. How many times did you see it in the movie theater? 20. Twenty in something. Dia? My mom would drop me off. And then what? Legs I, ain't working. Nothing's working. 13, no one's doing 13, nothing. You taught me. Guy comes around, gives huh. me the big fight. Big, big deal. Want to fight the big fight? Right. Who's gonna fight that fight? I'll yeah. fight that fight. Fight the fight. Get my face kicked in. Right. You, you want to be there ringside seat? Right, it, Mike, give it. Do you? Go ahead. It stinks. This whole place stinks. Right. Talk about your prime. What about my prime? Legs ain't working, nothing's working. Because right. he says it twice. He says it twice. He goes back. Yeah, he's great. He's wonderful. He he's, said that they did one take of that. That's one take. I believe that. Uh, for him to get there, you know, what I mean, he's gonna be able to do that. He's not like De Niro that could do three hundred takes. Yo, when it comes to Rocky, he goes in the pocket. I know. You know. <laughs> That's but, but,
2: great.
0: I mean, I mean, anyway, you know. I mean, I'll tell you a quick story, please, yeah. please. <laughs> when I did Copland with. Yes. All of them, De Niro, yes. Harvey Keitel, Stallone, you know, I mean, it was such a an exciting thing to be a part of. I mean, just those two guys alone, right? Robert De Niro and Sylvester Stallone, but you know, Sylvester Stallone, you know, like I said, even before I thought about Robert De Niro is like my acting God, you know, yeah, like, Sure. Your guru. And, and, right. But 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 again, before I started w- wanting to even think about being an actor, I, 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 you know, loved his movies like everybody. But, you know, Stallone and Rocky is is even a different level, a different level. But when I got to work with Stallone and, you know, I can't remember. It was a while ago. You know, I was so excited and, and, and had to sort of wrap my head around being a professional and all that stuff. But. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember how I broke the ice or what, how we got to it, but we would do lines from the movies and he would do them with me and I would do his lines and he would do Paulie's lines or I would do his lines. Yeah, yeah. And he would do Mickey's lines. And it got to the point where we were doing them on set to so the director, James Mangle, was like, yo, stop talking to him. This ain't Rocky. This is Copland. Don't talk to him anymore. Don't talk to him about Rocky films. And I was like, all right, fuck! I'll just do. It. I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna do it. I'll just do right, it in right. private. I won't do it on set, but I'm going to do it. There, right. There's no way you ain't raining on my parade. Like I'm doing. No it, way. He so we so- talked about. We talked about you, Stallone, and I
1: briefly talked about you on the set of Creed Two. So it was the scene where Drago goes in. He's in the restaurant, and Rocky's got to interact with him. Right. So they took about an hour break. And Sly's out front of the Victor Cafe, and he's got the he's got the fedora, Rocky fedoras, clothes. He's smoking a big stogie. And I asked him a question. I go, yeah. Sly, I heard a rumor on set of Copland, Michael Rappaport would come up to you and would do Rocky lines, and you told Mangold to tell Rap not to do it during filming because it was taking you out of being Freddie Hefflin. Do you think Sly would have done that? Do you think he was just goofing because he just laughed? It spoke. was
0: the director who did it. Oh, really? Because he he he's game to do it. You know, it's he like, is. <laughs> he, he he you know actors are. He's able to do jump yeah. in and out of it, so he, he's game to. But I'm telling you, doing that. I mean, if there was no iPhones in, so I wasn't able to, you know. But we were doing it. but We were doing all of it. We oh. were doing all, like Rocky Three. We were doing, you know, we were doing your sterno bum. He explained me what that meant. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it was great. It was cool. It was like, I was like having an outer body experience every single day. So one mm-hmm. of my, one of the questions that I have that I
1: think about quite often, sometimes when I do these Rocky gigs, I got to perform with some of the old timers, like uh chubby checker or Jesus, it's a bunch of people I, I forget. So I know I'm like, Oh boy, you know, these guys are professional. They've been around a long time. It's a couple of weeks before Copland. You're you've been going over your lines, but you've got scenes with Stallone and De Niro, especially at the end. They blew you. They shot his eardrum out. They shot. He can't hear. He can't hear. Like mm-hmm. how, what goes through your mind at that point when you're working with these professionals?
2: Yeah.
0: Just excitement, you know, and, and, you know, I, I mean, just excitement and, you know, I mean, like I, I was younger, you know, so it, it was, it was, I was extremely excited. I knew obviously like I'm a professional, so I'm not crazy, you know, I'm not a crazy yeah. person, but I was very excited. And I know that at the end of the day, you know, the only way to make an impression and the only way to be great at my job is to be as great as I can be. It's not, it's not, I mean, you know, it's akin to like, you know, I I love sports. So I'll ask athletes, you know, the first time you played against Michael Jordan, what was your attitude? The first time you played against Allen Iverson, what was your Mm -hmm. attitude? And they say, you know, all the athletes that I've interviewed, they say, you know, to go at them now with acting, it's different because you're not going at them Okay, you know, you're going with them. But it's the same thing. you like, you know, like I'm going as hard as I can, and I want to be as great as I can. And, you know, and I'm, you know, want to, you know, be as prepared and, and, and as genuine as I possibly can with De Niro, Stallone, whoever it is, right. um, you know, and in between takes, if, if we could chat, we could chat, but i also, I'm not going to be, you know, unprofessional. I don't want to be, you know, I know that, you know, raging bulls 40 years ago they're not thinking about that or i know stallone's not he's there you know but if you know also know that you know i also know that stallone from being a fan you know is not you know he's open to talking about rocky i know that de niro (laughs) on you know he's he's not he's not as much that's not his you know that's not the his personality he's not like that so right you know, you, 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 you play around with it and you see, and you know, they're, they're all human beings and they're proud of their work and they like to tell stories and certain people do, certain people don't. So you feel it out. But at the end of the day, you just want to be as great as you possibly can yeah, uh, uh, alongside uh, uh, with them at the, at the end of the day, that's really what it was. But I was very, I was so much younger than I am now. And it really was like, I was like, you know. So when I would, when I would leave my trailer to go on set, like I'm not, I was very like pumped up, like, yeah, you know, like, but I also know like in between action and cut, like, it's like I'm acting and they're acting, you know, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. play Murray with such,
1: I don't like a, a naivete almost like, was that a conscious choice? Was it more? That's how it was written. What? Just tell me a little bit about that. And then we're going to get back to Rocky
0: it was how it was written. It's how, you know, it was how, you know, we talked about it, 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 you know, with the character, you know, it was how I talked about it with the director and it was, you know, choice. And it was, it was kind of obvious. That's what he, that's what he was. And, 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 and that's what I was supposed to do. And and that's what was instinctively, you know, uh, uh, what I was playing and, you know, that sort of, you know, sort of being naive, and sort of looking up to those other guys was easy because like being around Harvey Keitel and being another man, Ray Liotta, Jesus. Right. Yeah. And being Pete, around Ray- Pete Berg, Annabelle yeah. Sciora, Jesus. And, and all those guys, all, all the men, particularly like, you know, um, Harvey, you know, they're older than me. And, and, and I felt that around them. And you know, I felt that around them, um, you know, as, as, as an actor, I felt that around him as a human. So like it was easy to sort of fall into that, you know, with the character. Um, and you know, like for me, acting is a very instinctive thing. I don't think, you know, um, specifically about things. Uh, yeah. It's 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 intuitive. I mean, I, I, not to say that I, I I I think about it, but I don't. You know, like I don't, I don't know. I don't. It's not like a a a, a math problem where I'm like adding no, I things it. up. It's it's like a sort of emotional math problem, and it just sort of like. You know, like it's just a, it's more feeling. It's more of a feeling thing for me. I got you. I got you.
1: Now, you said something earlier that I I, I thought was, I thought was interesting. You said these guys are just, they're just humans. They're just, they're just everyday people that they really are. Okay. Stallone happens to be a writer, Rocky and Rambo, but he is just a guy. He wakes up every morning, messy hair, bad breath, and he's got to go to the bathroom like the rest of us. I not until I had spent a lot of time on the set of Rocky Balboa and both Creed movies, and I saw a lot of how Sly is. <laughs> so I, I loved it. I love seeing how just down to earth and natural the guy is. But even that, not until I got invited to Sly's 60th birthday party at the Victor Cafe, I saw a side of him with his kids. He It was a few months before filming Rambo 4, where he goes to Burma. And his girls, they're little kids, they tug on his elbows and he said, Daddy, we have to go to the bathroom. He gets he was sitting, we're sitting at this, this long table, and he gets up and he goes, Okay, kids. And the bathrooms are upstairs in the in the in the restaurant. And he just takes both of their hands and he walks through the restaurant. At first, it's Rocky and Rambo walking, and they're like, No, he's just a dad. Not until that moment did I Sly came off the pedestal. And Rocky stays on that pedestal because Michael, as you know, Rocky is the best of human of humanity. What we could try to be, maybe we'll never reach the nobility of the character of Rocky, but we can try to hit that. And that in that moment, so like, do you
0: have that moment on set? Do you have All that time. moment? Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, one hundred percent. Listen, you know, one hundred percent. You know, he's not Rocky. He's Sylvester right. Stallone. Right, and you know. He's a cultural icon, and the character is is like Superman or like Batman, or you -hmm. know, uh, it's it's not a real thing, but a hundred percent like you know uh, who he is in person and who he is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's weird because when you're looking at him, you know, you're like, and it's it's a weird thing because that character. You know, and it's been a burden for him, you know, because that character is yeah. hard to get past because of what it means to everybody. Right. Um, yeah. You know, it, 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 it's 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 still, you know, when you see him in interviews, when you see him on this new show, when you see him in Copland, when you see him in, you know, you still hear tones of Rocky Balboa, you know, you still, yeah, you the, 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 the mouth still goes, you know, it's, right. there's no way around it. There, there's just no way around it. And I'm sure he's struggled with it. And this character's this way. And that character's this way. and All these characters are different things. But it's like the thing that, and it ain't a bad thing, you know. Right. It, 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 the thing that resonated the most, of most, the most is Rocky Bobo. And any actor, creator, artist that could be so lucky that would have this, that would be their big conflict. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You exactly.
0: know so the
1: philosophy of Rocky. This is something Stacy and I talk about a lot. This is something I talk on my tours at nauseum. I I love the 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 Rocky philosophy. How's it affected you and influenced your life? What's the big takeaway?
0: Good question. I mean, I think that the the the, the I think the, the most influential part of it is the the not giving up, the believing in yourself, <laughs> the. They're not giving up the believing in yourself. I think that's, you know, the thing that resonates the most um, out of all the uh, 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 the life lessons that I think you know have been articulated in the films, um, because I think that's something you everybody could relate to, yeah. um, and 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 I think that you know that'll never get old, um, you know, it'll it'll never get boring. <laughs> It'll right. never get tiresome, you know. Whether it's super, super serious or 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 more mundane or or more trivial, I think that the you know it could be you know like a serious thing, like a work thing. It could be, a, um, like Ryan Coogler, uh talked about it, you know, with his father, and they watched the Rocky films while his father was yeah. going through you know health health stuff. Or it could be you know this morning working out in the gym, you know, and and pushing through it, or. It, it, you know, which is more mundane and yeah, you know, more what would Rocky do? What yeah. would Rocky do? There? that's why I loved
1: the the original concept of creed. Stacy and I have talked about this a lot. Who better to be the poster boy for fighting cancer? The Italian mm-hmm. Stan. Yeah. Because if you take our lifelines and stretch them out long enough. We're all going to suffer something at some point. So for for me, right, Stace? I mean, this, this is something I always, when I doubt myself, I'm sitting here in this rocky room that my wife and I created with hundreds of pictures of things of my life that to anybody else, it wouldn't matter. But because of my insecurities are so deep, I look at that and I say, like, okay, I did that. I did this. But I did that because I always ask myself, what would Rocky do? What would this simple broken down boxer do? How would he react to a given situation? And, you know, Michael, you know, uh, Stacey and I are never going to know what it's like to have a driveway full of Lamborghinis, (laughs) a pet robot. You know, we're never going to have millions of dollars or the adulation of people from around the world. But we we do have to deal with life, and I think that's the one thing that Rocky is so universal with. That's why this character you said it best. It's never going to get old. Mm. This is not, it's never going to get old.
0: It, it, it it's never going to get old. Those themes are going to never get old. Loneliness, you know, in Rocky, right. there's so much loneliness. Yeah, you know, the love, the the insecurities of mm. the Adrian carries the the Adrian character, the insecurity of the Pauly character the insecurity of the mickey character the insecurity of the apollo creed character you know which uh, you, know, in, in, in you, know, the, you know in in rocky 2 it's more there you know you know in in rocky 1 you don't see it in rocky 2 you see it um right. you know um you know but the, you know the 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 you know just the 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 you know the the the, 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 the those themes are 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 Everybody, I don't care who you are, or what you're, you have them on different levels. Everybody has those insecurities. Everybody has those things that you can recognize, which is why oh, those, yeah. those that movie and those movies, you know, uh, uh, I think you know they, they they resonate on such an emotional level. You know, the fun and the glitz and the the working out and all that stuff, but the emotional stuff yeah. is is the thing that I I always go back to. You know, for yeah. me, you know, all of that.
1: Rocky versus Raging Bull. Michael, <laughs> Michael, you broke my heart, Fredo. You broke my heart. So, I, before I give you your chance to, I, I, I get it. I, I get it. Stacy and I just had a conference. That's what I didn't want. I didn't want to waste my time introducing you when we got you on. Now we t- we talked about you for ten minutes or fifteen minutes leading up to you coming in. Now, so you, if you check it out, you'll see it. So. Stacy and I actually understand your technical choice right. for Raging Bull,
2: right, Stacey? Yeah. yeah, but you know when you're talking to film students, acting students, that yeah, that I totally get that point for sure.
1: Raging Bull moves the needle forward. Mm-hmm. We get that. I get that. Because I love you, I was so crushed when I heard those words come out of your mouth, and I knew it. I just, I knew you were going to say that because of your technical aspect of things. So the only thing I need to know.
0: Did you you explain to the audience members, though, what you're saying? No. Right. No, no. Uh, okay, because so, I okay. want, I want, I want to make sure they understand. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so Michael,
1: Michael, did a thing on his podcast about Ray, uh, uh, Rocky versus Raging Bull. Who wins? What's the
0: better of the two? What's right. the better? Oh. Michael, take it from there. Okay. So I, I, I did a first of all, it's like it's like picking a son. It's like truly like picking a favorite parent or a son. Sophie, I Jewish. did, I did a thing on my podcast. It's on my YouTube page about which is the better film. Right. Now just like in Rocky at the end they're both standing. Right. By the slight edge by the cinematic technical aspect of Raging Bull the the <laughs> okay. editing the filmmaking not to take any they're totally different styles of film. Right. They're totally different styles of filmmaking. And Rocky, the invention, the need to invent the Steadicam, and the simplicity of everything in Rocky, and the gorgeousness. It's not to take away the gorgeousness of the of the shots of Rocky when you when you watch Rocky in, in, in you know uh, in its proper form, uh, uh, the lighting, the, the 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 shot of when Stallone. You know, runs out out of his apartment to you know apologize to Mickey after the you know uh, what about my prime Mick that mm-hmm. shot the beauty of that all the, the running scenes, um you know um in 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 the, in the you know in the morning, I, I could fawn over every shot in Rocky <laughs> right, the red right. you know the, the the red in the the painting on yeah on, you know the like I love her. but the the. Raging Bull, what it did cinematically, and the influence of the, the the cinematography, and the influence of the editing, what it had on Paul Thomas Anderson and films like Boogie Nights, and 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 the um you know and what Raging Bull did for Goodfellas, and what Raging Bull did for sure. uh, uh films like um um Silver Linings Playbooks, and 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 other you yeah. know directors, you know it it, it sort of Raging Bull cinematically sort of recreated all this kinds of stuff cinematically, and that's the 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 thing that sort of took it. You know, when I had to make the picking one which sure. is a better film cinematically, technically. Yeah. Again, you know, this is art. You know, yeah. these are paintings. It is not sports. You know, it's a it's a fun debate to have. Um, it's and, subjective. And- it, it's subjective, and and I could go back and forth, and I could fawn over Rocky all day. That's why I'm on the Rocky podcast with yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's not serious, uh, you know. Uh, people, some people have been like, you know, like 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 I'm doing this like kind of thing. Like I adore, <laughs> you know. Also, know. the thing about uh, a Raging Bull <laughs> from an acting standpoint. Look, like, listen, Sylvester Sloan and Rocky. We've talked about it for an hour we could talk about it for 17 hours yeah, exactly you know the 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 opportunity for De Niro to and this is just the opportunity you know because they, they, you know a lot of times you don't have this when you're making a movie you, you can't get in shape and look like he did for Jake LaMotta stop production and then get in you know get out of shape to the right. when he looked at the end of Raging Bowl when he's fat you, most of the time you'll have to do a fat suit because they just won't allow it you yeah. know they won't stop production; right. cost money. But with him doing that changed what's possible for an actor. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, and and inspired so many actors to, oh, I'm gonna really get fat, or I'm gonna really get in shape. Mm-hmm. Not that Stallone didn't really get in shape. Right. It, again, they're both they're both game changing films, game changing sure. performances. But it's really really came down to the technical. Um, the stuff that they just did in *Raging technically with the editing and the filmmaking, um, um, that that made me make that decision. But but uh, it, it's a it's a fun debate, and they both mean it so much to me. It, I, it really is, Stacy.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say he's he's in the biz. He's a writer. He's a director. He's an actor. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he's ex- you know, you and I are in the theater, you know, right as the audience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for yeah. myself, anyway, it's all about. The story arc, the character arc, of course. You know, and so Lamada is kind of a jerk at the beginning and a jerk at the end. He didn't really. No, he it's, didn't it's go totally, anywhere.
0: No, yeah. it's it's totally it's totally like Rocky's all heart, and yeah. and and Jake Lamada the characters, all all dysfunction.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and, yeah.
0: It, and you kind of want him to. to
2: you, you almost I was hope i mean, when I'm watching it I'm hoping that Jake Lamada <clears> is gonna. You know, have an epiphany and have some self awareness and get nope. over himself, and it was no, like he doesn't nope?
0: get anywhere. No, yeah, and no. I said
2: that—that's what left me very like. Oh.
0: Listen, I'd rather watch R- Rocky over and over and over than watch Raging Bull over and over and over. It's not right. an easy film to watch,
1: Michael. That's all I needed to right. hear from you. <laughs> that's all I needed. They, I I've been having agita from this because I just said no, no, no. It's got to be Rocky. All right, listen. I want to move on. Stacy, <laughs> did you? Um, did I forgot to ask you this. Did you get the, the clip I sent you when Michael flips with the Oscars?
2: Oh, I haven't. Uh-huh. Okay. This play that because awesome.
1: I I want to get Michael's thoughts on this. Please play that uh, short clip.
2: Okay, hang on.
0: Mark Ryland. What the f is going on? You, c- you mother f c- You c- Who the f is this? What the f is going on? Rocky,
2: Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. (laughs) What else do you need, Michael? There you go.
1: So here's the concept. This is what, 2015, Uh, Stallone gets nominated for an Oscar as Rocky all these years later, right? He finally gets it. He should have won. Mark Reliance wins it for Bridge of Spies. not saying Mark Reliance was bad. I'm saying Stallone was better. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to hear Sly's acceptance speech. Michael, you're sitting there. What goes through your mind? You knew you wanted to get yourself thinking he's going to win. What happens to you?
0: A hundred percent. Again, he, he, uh, he, he was great in that film. Uh, uh, Mark Reliance, who I think we're both saying his name incorrectly. More than likely, yes. <laughs> um, You know, and... You know these awards—they—they they don't necessarily mean anything. I wanted Stallone to—to—to to, to win that Oscar. I feel like he deserved it. You know, obviously he, he won the Oscar for—for—for for, for Best Picture, but Creed and his performance in Creed again was like a Rocky moment because you never would have thought, after Rocky One, Rocky Two, II, Rocky Three, Rocky Four, Rocky Balboa, Creed. You're like, come on! This is not. There's no way this could happen. That 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 he would make a, a another performance, in another film that would resonate again, and it and it did. It's almost like a Rocky moment within a Creed film. Yeah. And and I I wanted to see him get the Oscar, and I'm I was shocked that he didn't get it. I was shocked that he didn't get it, and um that was just my my reaction. I just couldn't believe that he didn't get it. Um, I- it was a video that you know that that you know, people saw it and it was, was yeah, it went viral. The- yeah. They saw it. All right. Yeah. They,
1: they, they saw it. You know, Michael quick, quick short story before I, I just got a couple of more questions that I want to, I want to just get you They're fast, quick, quick questions, but the quick uh, short story on the set of Creed, I was very against Creed early on. I'm like, no, Sly, you did it with Rocky Balboa going on, on top. You were great and all that. Don't do, don't do Creed. Well, I'm, I've become very good friends with the owners of the restaurant, the Victor Cafe, uh, Greg and Alexa De Stefano. So they invite, they sneak me uh, and my wife down, and we're watching, um, we're watching them filming all of this. After the first day of filming, it's all done. They're all gone. Security's gone home. We're inside the restaurant. It's Greg and Alexa, me and my wife Sue. We're sitting there. Greg opens up a bottle of wine, and we're sitting amongst all the props everything okay the big paintings on the back wall and there's a script somebody left the script on a table next to us so i lean over and i get it now i'm not saying negative things at this point i'm just like this isn't gonna do nothing and i start going through the script and i said oh my god guys you gotta you gotta hear this i start reading the script of creed and i say to myself jesus they nailed it they got Creed, right? So my big takeaway is never underestimate Sylvester Stallone. If he thinks it's gonna work, if he thinks it's got a shot, I'm I'm going with his his thoughts on that's that. cool. it. that's cool. It was amazing. It well, really was.
0: Have, you, have you? I'm sure you have. You you. you the, I've read I've read pieces of the Rocky script, and I s- still don't understand how the movie turned out the way the movie turned out because to me the script is not as good. Anywhere near as good as what's on the, 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 in the, in the film. You know, the thing, the thing with the script is that, you know, he, he writes
1: it in it it, sure. uh, the seventies and it was a very dark, pessimistic time. And he, a lot of that was in the, Paulie was a much smaller character originally in the, in the original hand. I have a copy of the handwritten script that he did in those Mead notebooks and the handwritten script says that Pauly was very physically abusive to Adrian and Pauly's role was small. It was Adrian's angry Jewish mother that hated Rocky. She hated Rocky. But as time went on, he then made them from Jewish to Italian or to to Irish. And then from Irish to Italian, he had just gone through all of it. And he didn't like, I don't know if, uh, you know, Jews and Italians intermingled back then. He goes, I've just made everybody Italian. It's a safer bet at that time. So now, because the production, they don't have a lot of money. They don't have enough money for a, a mother and a Pauly. So Pauly evolves. The mother evolves into Pauly, and of course, the great Burt Young. I mean, hmm. you know, they wanted Harvey Keitel originally, which would have been hmm. great. Harvey would have been wonderful as Pauly. Yeah. Would have been different, but again, it's like. Quint in Jaws how do you replace Robert Shaw with Lee Marvin you just you can't do it same thing with Burt Young as Paulie um and it was uh I think Sly is very proud of the fact he you know you've heard this Michael he talks about Rock he, he wrote the germ the the speck of an idea 88 pages and 90 pages in those three days most of it was crap these are Stallone's words not mine and he said oh maybe 30 rewrites there are pictures I have of Sly doing the boxing with Carl in the glove. The boxing glove is a pen, and he's got the makeup on, and he's on the apron of the ring. Have you seen that, Michael? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what goes through it. Let me – hey, I want to throw something at you now. You said it earlier. The painting, the big painting of a Rocky and Apollo, those are 15 by 30 feet. When they unravel them in the Olympic auditorium, In downtown L.A., they had two days to set up and film the first half of the fight. Then there was a beauty contest. They had to take the posters down, rearrange, take the ring down. The beauty contest goes for two days. Then they got to redo everything. Now, in the meantime, they got the wrong. The artist got a picture of Sly wearing the red trunks with the white. And now, go. Oh, he, he had already changed his mind because there was too much red in the ring and the blood shows up better on white shorts and so on. So now he's got to say, what do I do? How do I explain Rocky's got different trunks, but Apollo's got the right trunks. So now he rewrites this scene. My question to Sly, and I don't have the answer for this. Now, maybe you heard something I didn't. When he goes home to the apartment, all I want to do is go to distance. He has to rewrite that scene. Does he rewrite it? Because the shorts are the wrong color, or was that scene already written? That's the one thing. And, and I, I text Sly once a week, and I, you know I'm, I'm bombarding him with all this crap, and he's so generous to
0: answer back, and he, he writes forever. So that's on my list. Have you ever given thought to that? I wonder. I only only gave thought because I heard you talk about it once before. I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 it's they were just in a groove, man. And that, yeah. that everything about that movie was meant to be. Everything yeah. about it was meant to be. If they could do that every time out, he'd have like 37 Oscars. It was, Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's,
1: that's just like fate. It, it, it really is. Fate. All right, Michael, when you're out, Rocky comes up. What Rocky is the image that you have in your mind? Is it the 76? Is it the 2015? Who's in your mind? 76, period. Beautiful, my man. Beautiful. <laughs> do you ever geek out with other actors over Rocky? Yes.
2: That's who? Great. who, who? <laughs> That's great.
0: Tell me one of them is Paul Rudd. Tell me one of the actors is Paul Rudd. I've never, I've never had a a, a Paul Rudd Rocky thing. Nick okay. Turturro, I've had. Kevin Corrigan, Benicio del Toro, nice. Um, Paul Sheer
2: uh, is, really? is another actor
0: who's heavy, heavy Rocky, heavy, heavy wow. Rocky. Wow. Um, let me think. There's, there's some. There's some. There's a few more. I mean, I'm every every actor will. Yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee, She's another oh, really? one. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. Every actor. It, it, there's not an actor that won't. If you don't. If you're not. If you can't talk Rocky to me, I can't really. <laughs> It's gotta that be was, Michael, <laughs> I swear to God, that was my qualification to have a friend.
1: Right? I growing up, I was such an odd child. I was square peg round hole. I never fit in anywhere yeah. because I was all about Rocky. I would dress as my grandfather gave me an old black fedora and leather jacket. As a kid, I was 13 years old to help me on my journey. I was always getting pushed. I'm only five foot nine and a half on a really good day. So, you know, I was always getting pushed around by schoolyard bullies. And when my grandfather gave me this, I began wearing this hat through high school and and this hat and coat. So you can imagine didn't have a lot of a lot lot of friends. Have you ever worked with an actor that doesn't get rocky? And if so,
0: do you ever school them? (laughs) I don't think there's anybody that doesn't get Rocky. All right, good. Good. I, I don't think there's anybody that doesn't get Rocky. I mean, it's kind of like music. I mean, it, to me it would be just age. Like if there's there's maybe younger actors that that don't didn't see it, you know, mm-hmm. they they didn't they don't see it, they didn't see it it, it, it just maybe like I would excuse younger actors even then I'm going to judge them. To be honest with you. <laughs> yes! you Thank you, you. yes. The fact that you're just telling me now after knowing you this long that you never saw Rocky. I actually think I saw Rocky one when I was 16, but it's been a long time. It's like The Sopranos, you know, it's like, oh, I love that show, but it's been a long time. I need a refresher. You know, I kind of forgot about a lot of the stuff that happens in it. What was his wife's name? In Rocky? Yeah. Um, What's his wife's name? It's not important about, I mean, it's it's really about Rocky and Adrian, right? Rocky and Adrian are like, that's the focal point. Um, Who is Adrian? He's the trainer. I mean, Adrian is the, uh, not the trainer. I'm, I'm fucking with you, man. He's who, guy... who, who's Adrian? Adrian is, um, he's, uh, he's, you know, Adrian! Who, who is he? He's like, he's, when he's there. Screaming, he's screaming always... Adrian, who is he screaming at? He's talking about, not the guy that he's fighting, obviously. Right? Right. And he's not talking about his trainer. Right? <laughs> I'm yes. going to judge them, but, but that would be my only excuse, but I'll judge him like, yeah, all right, well, they're a little young, but. You should There's know. Really no yeah, if you're, if you're an actor and you don't really, it didn't. You don't get into yeah. there, whether you're a yeah. guy or a girl. Right. You're you're going to be judged. Original Rocky, yeah. Frank Stallone is singing around the barrel
1: with the guys. Take you back. Rocky takes a hit of the booze. You street corner bums are getting better every year. You know that. And then he goes in. Okay, the street corner is in Rocky too. They move up the street a little bit. Same guy. not going anywhere. Rocky three, he gets the shot. He, he fights Clever Lang, okay? When he trains with the public in the background, is Frank Stallone. I want to ask your opinion on this. Is that Frank Stallone? Sly's just giving his brother some work, or did Rocky ask the street corner singer to come down? He come on down. Is that in other words, is Frank Stallone playing the corner singer there?
0: What do you think? I think his brother was just hanging out and just popping in there. <laughs> No, I think I think he I think he I think I think probably he was aware and and it's a singer there popped in there. Gotcha. Uh, a, a guy that follows you, his
1: name is Bernie McGovern. He's a really good friend of mine. He's the reason you and I are now friends. He follows you. He told you, hey, there's this guy in Philly that does Rocky tours. That's when you started following me, and that's when we started to connect. Uh, the guy took my tour three times. He lives in Scotland okay i asked him anything he wanted me to tell you i got a couple of quick things one he is the leader of the scottish rap pack number one okay Okay. number two uh would you ever go to the uk for a comedy tour
0: definitely i'm working on that i would definitely go to the uk for a comedy tour for sure my man
1: bernie loves you he's gonna love to hear that okay uh next thing what actor and this is his question what actor dead or alive would you want as Rocky's opponent who would that be if you had if you were allowed to cast a person dead or alive
0: the, 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 the only opponents that there are, are the ones that that you know Carl weathers you know that's uh, it the best uh, of the Lanes, best to make cast that I, I don't I don't play around with that I leave those decisions to Sylvester Sloan.
1: Look at the humbleness on this guy, Stacey.
0: Wow, nice! Man, I don't play most... with that stuff.
1: That I don't <laughs> play around with that. Michael, you are the most opinionated man I have ever come across, and you are humbled at Rocky. I love it. Okay, um, listen, I did I did this specifically for you. This is stupid. Uh, it's a speed round. Simple yes or no. <laughs> um, who wins, Ali or Clubber Lang? Ali, easy. Tyson, Mike Tyson or Drago? Mike Tyson. Tom Brady or Butkus? <laughs> Butkus. Yes. Mickey in his prime versus Roberto Duran in his prime. Mickey
0: in his prime. Instagram versus Twitter. Huh. I know, right? <laughs> I, I, one. One. Let, let, let them knock each other out and know each
1: other. Agree. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> All right, I got one last thing, and then stacy has got just a few short, quick uh, questions from some of our viewers. Michael, on a flight, 2018, from L.A. to Houston, oh. you become a hero. You stop a guy from opening a door. Tell us this
0: story on the plane. I, I, I'm i amazed by this. I, I, I'm amazed by this, too. Uh, you know, I, it was an early morning flight. I was coming back. I was uh, hosting, uh, uh, doing the sideline stuff for the big three. There were a bunch of former NBA uh, players on the on the on the flight. We were in first class. It wasn't a big first class. It was a smaller plane, and I. Can't, it was early in the morning, and I know that you know I hadn't slept good because the flight must was seven a.m. So you wake up at five, and mm. you know I was in the first seat in in first class, and. The guy sitting next to me at one point, like I, I just happened to open my eyes and he kind of jolted forward and he said, rap, rap. And I opened my eyes and, and I saw somebody pulling like this, the door, God. pulling Jeez. it. So I got up and I was like, you know, just grabbed him. I was like, yo, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he started pulling it again. And then I pushed him against the door. And I mean, the whole thing happened quick. And at that point, I mean, there, I, was, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And then man. at that point, you know, other people got up and then the flight attendants, you know, ran up there and 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 then they, they put him in the in the bathroom. And and then and I was like, yo, he was pulling the door. He was pulling the door. And I guess the guy had been on sleeping pills and he was disoriented or something. Oh. But, you know, he was trying to open the door on the plane. It was crazy. It was you know, surreal. Can- it was crazy. And I am not a tough guy. I'm not a hero at all. But if anybody had saw what I saw they would have done exactly the same cuz when you see somebody pulling like, he was like pulling at the, Jesus. It was, yeah. that was the image that I saw. It was him pulling at oh. like, you could have been sucked out the door. It was <laughs> crazy. It was Jesus. crazy.
1: Over Colorado or something you yeah. could have been you could have been decoration on a mountaintop. So listen, you what you did on that plane is like Howard Stern's dream. Now I'm a big Stern guy. I love you on there. I, I Obviously, I'm not going to go down that road because I, that's just a whole other podcast. I love everything you do on there. The, the thing with you and Richard recently with the Michael, <laughs> the best. I swear to Christ, there's nothing that gets me through my day more. I do a lot of driving, so when I'm not doing my tours, I got Sirius on, and when I hear Michael Rappaport's on, I love it. I have one question and I don't even know if I'm going to let this on the podcast or not. This is just for me. This is just for me. Baba Bowie Gary is my favorite. I like Gary more than I like Howard or anybody else. I love him. I just want to know, is it heightened anxiety aggravation
0: with him? Is that real? I got to know. I, I got to for, know. For, for me, it's always a show, Mike. Beautiful. I feel like, I feel like boofy. Gorilla Tooth Gary, you can keep this on there. For for me, sometimes I feel like, you know, it, 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 for me, sometimes I know. I know for sure. I mean, you could you could hear it. Yeah. Sometimes it, it, it goes over the top for frame. But for me, and I've said this on the air, I've said yeah, this yeah. on the Stern show. I've said this on the wrap up show. For me, it's always a show. It's the Howard Stern show. Show. The right. show, the show is always, that's always what it is for me. Uh, but- uh um. And I think that the craziness, when it gets murky or the lines blur, I think that's what makes um oh. that's what I think makes it fun for the fans and the listeners. And my sort of involvement is just as a fan. I'm just a fan of the show. And, and, and when I call in, I don't call in as myself, I call in as a fan of the show who's yeah, Michael Rappaport, yeah. and Pauline and yeah, yeah. is a fan of the show. I want to be part of the chaos, not looking at it. You know I what I'm don't, saying? I don't want to, because I love Gary. Get, Gary and Artie were my
1: favorites. They were my favorites on that show. I, I Sometimes Howard annoys me because he's such a pussy about things, but whatever. <laughs> I know that's part of his shtick, too. I know that. But when you call Gary an animal. I start giggling. I go, like, no, don't. Gary is your favorite, but Michael, it killed. I love it. I, I, I love right, your. He your- is an animal.
0: He is a gorilla. He, he, he- His nickname is Baba Booey. I Horse tooth jackass. You can't get around it. You can't. You know, when you're I calling know. You Gary as if it's a real person, this is a I monkey know. that they have trained. They've I trained should- this animal. And they've dressed him up and they gave him the nickname, the name Gary, like it's cute. This is a gorilla. And and my whole thing with it is to is to mind the fact that one day that gorilla, like all domesticated pets, will rip the face off of its owner. And that's why I am looking out for Howard and the rest looking- of his staff's <laughs> best interest. Let's go back to Rocky. Uh yes, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Stacy. Okay. Please,
1: I, I have Where'd he talked. Go? <laughs> I've talked There's- enough. I've talked enough. Stacey, please hit him with some questions from the the the, 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 the public so awesome. we can get Michael out of here living his day.
2: Okay. Yeah. So on our Instagram page, we we posted for people to send in question, questions for you. And so my friend Tim, um, who helps us out here, he did all the video promos for you that we're going to be using here today, actually starting today. His question is actually my question as well. Is there anything you learned or took from working with Sly on the set that helped you with your own career?
0: You know, not specifically other than, you know, to, you know, again, it was a while ago. Um, specifically, it's just about being professional, being focused, mm-hmm. caring very, very, very much. You know, mm-hmm. when I've worked with people like Sylvester Sloan, Robert De Niro, um, Harvey Keitel, the, the the greatest people that I've worked with, I just recently worked with Steve Martin and Martin Short.
2: Yes, I saw it. Mm -hmm. Steve Martin
0: is 76 years old Martin Short I believe is 72 years old Mm -hmm. you know they care so much about what they're doing every take every scene every day and it was humbling for me to work with them now
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and Steve Martin be 76 and him care about every moment every beat every line Mm -hmm. same thing with De Niro um Stallone you know that greatness that you see from 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 people it's not happened it doesn't just pop out of like it doesn't it didn't just happen you know there's a, a care uh that Stallone had when he's working on copland that I'm sure he has that he's working on the new show that he's had when he's working on everything else and 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 that greatness and that sustainability mm-hmm. you know it, it doesn't You know, it doesn't, it's, it's not an easy thing. You know, like one, the the one thing I, if if I ever get asked from young people, um, actors specifically, or people want to get in the show business, I go talent is, is very important. Luck is very important, but grit, the grit, this is also (laughs) a Rocky sort of thing. The grit. Will versus skill. Will versus skill. And the, the, the never giving up and the, yeah. the will, the real will is just as important as the talent to to continue to go on. You know, like I've been fortunate to be able to do this for 30 years. It ebb and change and evolve and evolve. And that has to do more with will or just as much to do with will as it does with talent. So to answer your question, long answer, short, and long answer, long. That's what I took away from working with Stallone.
2: Love it. Love it. Um, is there anything about Sly you learned that many may not know? Any little tidbit? I mean, like- I think
0: that the thing that I, I, I remember there was a moment. I'll tell you this, this was funny. I mean, you, you probably saw this too. I saw him. I don't know if this was in character or not, but we were not shooting, but I remember seeing him off to the side. It's a private set. We were outside, but you know, it's there's no one around. There was no fans around, or whatever. You know, he's like, you know, we're in between takes and he was smoking a cigarette. And at first I was like, the first thing I was like, Rocky doesn't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> and Rocky he stopped. Talking, yeah. You know, like that was the first thing. But I remember I went over, and talked to him and we were talking, I was like, yo, do you ever like, are you ever like able to <clears throat> like not be recognized because like at that moment, you know, there's no one around and he's so famous. You mm. could recognize Sylvester Stallone. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. From behind. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, You know, there's certain people that are, whether it's him, Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, it could be somebody that, it, it, you know, it, you know, is unusual Is it could be, you know, basketball players, you know, cause we see them three dimensional on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah you know, or David Schwimmer from Friends, you know, and I, I remember talking to him about, um, just like, the, and he was just saying, he goes, nah, you know, he goes, nah, it's just something I'm used to and like, it's part of my life. Mm-hmm. Listen, things could be a, way worse for you. But I remember just him giving me like a really honest answer about this is what it is. And I also remember thinking about him, not that I saw him, but thinking about a lot of people that I've worked with during the pandemic. And how they probably appreciated the masks. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. because uh, oh, good point. Mm-hmm. Those masks are probably like fuck. I haven't been able to do this for thirty years. Yeah, right,
2: right. You That's know, for point. real.
0: You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, for real for real. Like a mask and a baseball. I Like you know, in sunglasses. They could finally, and they don't look crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Unless you're Jonah Hill.
1: And, and and okay, so Jonah Hill, he go instead of the head. You know, there's a a shape to Jonah, and yes. you know, I mean, and I love Jonah. I think he's a great actor and all that. Anyway, yeah. Stacey, go, go ahead. I don't okay, so so there.
2: that's okay. Three more. They're quick. Um, that last one was from Brian Safard, who is one of our faithful. Um, so Lorenzo Leonard, I loved this question. Um, he's also an actor and a director who we're follows us.
0: Thing,
2: babe. Um, and he says, if you were in Rocky or on Rocky, what role would you have been? What role would you be in Rocky?
0: It's this is sacrilegious. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell, sacri- you, I'll tell
2: you what I
1: would see get, or uh, Michael as I would see Michael as Buddy the driver. That's who Michael would be. <laughs> That's Buddy. Take
0: her to the zoo.
1: Take her to the zoo, Rock. <laughs> yes. Hey, did you get the number? Of what? The
0: truck to run over your face. <laughs> That's you. Yeah, that's you good. Could, you would be Buddy, but 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 I couldn't do it like Buddy. I couldn't do it like. But you know, there's there's you know, you you know there's pieces of me that that relate to Buddy. There's yeah, pieces sure. of me that relate to Gazzo. There's pieces of me even on Fifty Two that relate to Mickey. Uh, uh, there's pieces of me that re- relate to to Duke in Rocky Two. Like, yeah. you know, he's like. Let I, it go, let it go.
1: I saw you beat that man like I never saw no man get beat before. and the man kept,
0: kept coming after you. We don't need that kind of man in our life. So thank but, you very but, much. Are you charging my social media? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's great. But 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 yeah. But but where did Buddy was Buddy a real dude? Buddy was a uh, I believe from
1: what I know of Buddy is that he was a guy standing onto the side. Originally, Gazzo was driving himself. There was no driver for Gazzo, and Stallone realized. We got to elevate Gazzo. He's, he's a mm-hmm. long shark. He can't drive himself. So some guy was off to the side. And he said, hey, you want to be in a movie? And he, well,
0: what do I have to do? Mike, you know this? The actor who plays the ice skating rink guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, I know. Have you ever seen that documentary that Scorsese did? If I could throw this at you. I, did you ever see this documentary called this, that Scorsese did? I don't know. I, I'll, I don't think I have. I'll have to say no unless I forgot. Because you know that that actor was in Mean Streets, right? Yes, he was. He was. There's an actor called, oh, and there's a documentary that Scorsese did that I'm going to send to you. Okay. That he's in a lot. With really? The, it, it's about the actor. It's about the actor who is the gun salesman in Taxi Driver. I think his name okay. is Stephen Pearl or Stephen Prince. And the actor who plays the skate, the ice skating guy who's also in mean streets is also in that documentary as himself. And you need to watch it. I will.
2: (laughs) Oh, I'll I'll have seven minutes, (laughs) (laughs) minutes. (laughs) six minutes. (laughs) Stacy, what else we got? Okay. Um, Austin, one of our, our veterans has a question. What was your favorite film to shoot and why?
0: It's hard to pick one i've you know copland was great. beautiful girls was great true romance was great a beautiful Girls. there's been tons of them and 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 you know some of the ones that I've done that weren't even that good i've had i had a ball doing less doing yeah it, 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 it's always it's always the the um the you know the time that you have you know on the set is is the thing that you take away the the the, the finished product is is for the fans so it's hard to yeah. pick one.
2: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. All right. And our last question comes from um, Mike's movie, The Pretender movie. Jim Toscano is the director. And so he was just curious, had you seen The Pretender?
0: Yeah, I did. I did see it. And I really awesome. liked it. I thought it was fascinating. I thought it was great. I, I, I wish more people got to see it.
1: Yeah, I know. It, you know, it's funny. Um, we So it has played in uh uh, film festivals around the world and it did very well won a bunch of awards then we get invited to the beverly hills film festival we go out there i'm sitting at um uh, one of the pizza mulberry pizza out there in beverly hills sly pulls up in his in his big car he's ready to pick up richie who runs the place and he my buddy yells sly it's mike your friend from philly and sly puts the window goes down and he goes what are you doing out here? So I told him, I said, oh, it's playing. My movie's playing at the Man's Chinese Theater. Come on out and see it, blah, blah, blah. And so we had this great little talk about it. Like, who would have known? Who could have imagined that? So we sell the, the, the movie gets sold at the Beverly Hills Film Festival. We lose every award possible. We get completely humiliated, but then it gets sold to the platforms. And then Sly season, April 1st, um, 2020, Sly is... In COVID arrest, like the rest of us, house arrest, and he watches it and he puts out a 15 second thing. If you are a Rocky fan, you have the right. I'm like, holy Christ. In 24 hours, like my guy Toscano got the thing. In 24 hours, they got 50,000 downloads. From a kid from Scranton, Pennsylvania? That's crazy. Are you kidding me? This is unbelievable. And it's the biggest, th- it, to, for me, it's the biggest moment in my world. I'm glad you saw it, Michael. Thank Absolutely. You. It was awesome. Mike, Stacey, anything else?
2: Uh, no,
1: those, for questions, That's, no. That was That's it. A, okay. that was Michael, last question I ask everybody on the, that does the, the, the podcast. If you had 30 seconds in an elevator with Sylvester Stallone today in your career, 2022, what
0: do you say to him? Man, that's a good question. Just God, just thank him, you know, for the for for the movies. If it's 30 seconds, thank him for the movies. Thank him for the inspiration. Uh um resonates just as much as it did is is when I first saw it. And uh, you know, keep punching. God, yes, he keep punching. <laughs> he did it.
1: He did it, Michael. Thank you. I'm not gonna hold you up anymore. I do want to get you back in about four or five months. I want to dissect one of the Rocky movies. All right, we'll figure done. out which one it is. We'll just chat about the movie half yeah. hour. We'll get you out of here. I want to. Oh, I want. go
2: ahead. Yeah, I just want to encourage you to watch Rocky Balboa again. I pro- when
0: I come back, we already have done that. And and, and yeah. when, when uh when I do the um when I do the uh when when when, when we dissect one. Uh maybe it'll be in person because I want to do the uh the tour with you. That'd yeah, be great.
2: I just I just think that it hits different at different ages, you know what okay, I'm saying? Right. So you know, at 53 it's gonna hit different than when you watched it in 06. And,
0: and, and I and I did everything I could and, and I'm <laughs> proud of myself that I didn't jump in to start doing lines with you.
1: I know, I know. <laughs> but that's next. That's our next yes. one. I, I'm gonna study up, we're gonna have a great time. Michael, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, my Thank friend. Thank you. So happy guys. holidays. So much right. fun.
2: Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, oh, Come on, Stacy. That was so. Awesome.
1: Come on, out of the ballpark. Woo! Come on, that high five, fun. my friend. High Ooh. five. <laughs> Come
2: on, yay!
1: I was worried that we we're gonna hold him too long at twenty minutes.
2: No, I I'm just glad whenever he said, "Oh, I got all day." I'm like, yay! Because I mean, he's yeah. he's funny. He's funny, and and that was that was great. That was great, and it's so neat because now this is like a whole different. You know, we have all of our fans on who in yeah. that, of course, will continue. And um, but it's like now, could you imagine every once in a while we get an actor on who's a yeah. Rocky fan? And yeah. so that's like a, a new way that Rocky has influenced the world is through right. these actors. And what do they bring into their right. acting, directing, writing because they love Rocky or because they love Stallone? That's that'll be a cool opportunity. You know, as you, we go I, along.
1: Well said, Stacy. When you have a uh, an individual who is so established, like Michael is, to mm-hmm. me, when they're willing to, because it's a busy guy. There's lots of projects going yep. on. There's it, a it. lot of podcasts he could be doing. So to to take time away from your yes. family, away from your business, whatever it is, maybe maybe Michael just would prefer to sit in a chair and stare at the wall and right. do nothing. You're entitled to that, but to to come on here and to do our little happy podcast that I never ever wanted to end up doing. And because (laughs) of you, uh, so, you know, listen, I, I I am so thrilled with how today went. Yeah. Michael, Michael was fantastic.
2: Yeah. Just great. Just great. That was exciting. So, and as you said, you're like, when we started this, did we ever imagine? And so it just shows how something, I think because he said everybody gets Rocky you can bring in everyone. I don't yeah. care if you're, you know, nobody or, you know, somebody and nobody's nobody, I don't want to sound like that, but you know what I mean? We're
1: the right. most regular no, person.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets it. So
1: I really, and, and just to see him as a Rocky fan was, was brave. So Michael, if you'll watch this, if you rewatch it, thank you. Thank uh, you. Hey, so Stacy, what else do we have left to talk about? We got a few things left in the tank.
2: Yes. You you told me about some very cool t-shirts. Tell me about that.
1: Okay. So, uh there is a clothing line out there called uh Contenders and they started off a few years back by selling boxer shorts. Mm-hmm. But they would sell Rocky, the the, stri- the the flag and stripes and all that. They said the the golden ones, the black ones with the yellow stripe, mm-hmm. clubberlang, Ivan Dragos, all of that. And they've gone into the creeds. So they are an officially licensed um, a seller of these things. Well, one of their salesmen took one of my tours um a few years back, and we stayed. Oh, fairly decent friends. <laughs> and so they reached out to me and they said uh, this was just a, f- a couple months back. And they said, Mike, we want to do a Rocky tour shirt. And I'm like, well, I do Rocky tours. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> and they said, they said, no, no, no not a, a physical. What is the tour of all of Rocky's uh, mm-hmm. fights? What dates, locations, and so on. So, uh, of course, they came to me, and I wrote everything down. But it wasn't enough that I just write the dates down. You have to write the dates with your rationalization, how you found it. Because not all the dates line up. Stacy, here's something. I don't even know if you know this. You probably do, but I won't hold it against it if you don't. What year does Rocky II take place in?
2: Oh, (laughs) yeah I know the movie is 79 but 79 filmed in 78
1: but what year does it take place in
2: so it would still be 76
1: that's my girl. That's it. You got it. 76. Yes. So because it takes, it literally opens up the night of the fight. Rocky's mm-hmm. in the hospital for, I don't know, a week or so. And then he gets married and goes through mm-hmm. his life and has the baby and he fights in Thanksgiving. He's got a fight in November. He fights Apollo for his, So you have to put down, it's not as easy as people think, right? Go try and find the club Lang fight dates. Go right. do that. Yeah. Now, it's out there now, and, mm-hmm. you know, they did a little shout-out to me. Anyway, here <laughs> here is the t-shirt,
2: front and back. Stacy, what do we got? All right, here's the front, which is awesome. Yeah, and that's then... the
1: short one. And then they also they have a long sleeve, but there mm-hmm. you go. Rocky mm-hmm. boxing. T- I look at that. I'm so proud of that. Yeah. Even the, even the first fight with Spider Rico in 75. I love, love it.
2: Though. Yeah. No, yeah. those are great shirts.
1: Those are great so, shirts. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're out there, please. Pick them up. Contenders are great. Also, go to the Sly Stallone shop where they have just come out with the Thunderbird Aztec sweater that Rocky yells. Right, I
0: ordered mine.
1: So I have so there's mine i've had mine for a few years now and i've just ordered i've ordered one from the slice the shop because i've got a patron them i i love them so much
2: i think we need to wear them for our christmas i think we should (laughs)
1: we will i think i think we should i think we should
2: all right what (laughs) else we got going on Okay, and so we just want to give a shout out to Tony C and to Mick and Jess Ferrara. They are headed to an experience with in LA. Oh, fantastic. With uh, Sylvester Stallone. So that is on the tenth, right? Is it the tenth? And they're going to I be meeting. So, yeah. yeah, they're going to be meeting Sylvester Stallone, and I'm going to be putting out a request for pictures for anyone who goes there. I but think that's great. the ones that I know of right now. Um, are Tony C and uh, Mike and Jess. So, uh, and Mike and Jess is are actually episode 58 and they're going to be with us
1: i love those two
2: yeah they're going to be with us to talk about their experience with Sylvester <laughs> so Stallone in la so there are 58 yeah
1: i can't wait to hear that i mean i had the pleasure of having these guys on a tour not that long ago and then we hung out last november outside the theater waiting right. for, uh, to go to the i saw i mean i just can't wait to see these two again these two are love, birds. love them, they are mm-hmm. they're great Great, great
2: wedding, too. Fun wedding pics coming on them. So,
1: What else, Stacy?
2: That's it. Where no. can people find you, what?
1: Michael? Okay, so <laughs> I, I am on Instagram, the Yo Philly Rocky Film Tours, or the Rocky Files. And one last place you can find me, I used to be putting it down. I used to get a lot of hate. Now I'm getting the opposite. I'm getting a lot of love. TikTok Rocky. T I K no wait how do I T I C K T O K TikTok Rocky so you can find me over there at uh, TikTok I'm there and I have this little book that I wrote called Cue the Rocky Music it's really really interesting not a lot of big words look at that I mean she has that ready to go yeah gotta love her so there you go <laughs> Stacy where can we find oh and the Pretender Jimmy Toscano listen rap saw the Pretender and Yay. loved it come on Jimmy That's come on. Cool. That's cool. That's cool. Stacy, where can we find you at?
2: I am at Had me at yo on Instagram and the Rocky Files on Instagram and the Rocky Files podcast on Facebook. Nice. And I'm in Tennessee. <laughs>
1: That's and you're good- in Tennessee. <laughs> oh, last thing. I just saw a, a movie a trailer called Cocaine Bear. Have you seen the trailer? No. Do yourself a favor and okay. watch it. The trailer is about a bear based on a true story that ate six bricks of cocaine that were tossed out of an airplane what? in Knoxville, Tennessee. And a bear went crazy and started murdering people. It was all cracked out on, on coke. True story. Oh, my gosh. Cocaine will... bear. I'll Check look it out. I think it's Ray Liotta's last movie. Check it out. Stacey, okay. I have to go. I, I, I can't. I'm so excited from Rappaport. This man was just wonderful. He was so good to it us. He was great. Michael, if you're still watching, thank you again, my friend. And I look forward to our continued friendship. Stacey, Absolutely. see you in a week.
2: See ya. Keep punching. Punching. Bye.